Hello everyone, we are back with another episode of the Young and Foolish podcast. And this week we're gonna talk about celebrating little victories. Taking W's, you know, in your everyday life. And really just uh, be mindful of that. Be aware of it. Acknowledge it. Right? Um, I mean, this definitely ties into kind of why we even do the highlights of the week type thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, specific inspiration for this week for me was... um, while I was playing basketball uh, the other day, I went to the rec, and uh, you know I haven't played in a while. But guess what? Uh, I'm better Still somehow. Hey, I'm better so somehow. Man. I don't know, man. Uh, Stay and, older, uh, man. It helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I was killing dudes out there. I was, uh, I was uh, really working their ankles, putting them <laughs> on skates, and uh, I actually. Made two game-winning threes. I don't think uh, I don't think I've, I've done that, but yeah, um, one of them was in a situation where we were up, but we kept missing, uh, and uh, for like I don't know, probably six to ten possessions, we 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 were just missing. Even when we got offensive rebounds, we were missing, and uh, they they Oof. came back, they tied up the game, and eventually we worked hard to get a get open shot for me in the corner and uh but up to three he won in and win the game so little victories like that you know things that really yes, don't so actually mean that much but you you gotta acknowledge it think about it and uh you know i think uh i think it's good to acknowledge little victories like that it is, what about it you is lorenzo 100%. any any little victories lately um Little ones. See, when I think of little victories, I think of just even salt, like really small stuff. Because um, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Um, for me, it encompasses what you just talked about, but also like even smaller things, like super basic stuff. Because um, I feel like setting, just having that as a goal in your mind, and can sit and just thinking about it as a small victory is just such a. I don't know. It's a big help. It's a big help. Uh, it just keeps everything mm-hmm. streamlined, I suppose. Just keeps everything efficient. Because otherwise, if you don't celebrate those little things, then you're really only going to be counting big victories. And those can be pretty spaced out, you know? So if you don't celebrate the small things. But for me, I don't know. I don't really think about anything other than training, I suppose. Um, okay. Today, I got my first half-life front lever for like a solid three seconds. That was pretty high. Hey. Yeah. So getting there, getting there. Hopefully a few more months and I can get the full front lever. We'll see. I might be optimistic, but so far my progression has been pretty lit. So yeah, but I mean, the biggest one that comes to mind really is training for me. Muscle ups just been getting cleaner every week. So that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just constantly improving there. Handstand pushups get better and better every week. So yeah. Yeah. Just be able to see the, the little nuances mm-hmm. that are getting better. Right. Maybe like exactly, the reps yeah. doesn't change that much. Maybe, you know, how long you're holding stuff might not change that much. But if there are any changes, all those little things, mm-hmm. they matter. And even if they don't change at all, how it feels could change, how it looks yeah. could change. And those things are, you know, good signs of improvement. So little victories like that are definitely important. And Absolutely. really, I think what you're talking about with the big victories and spacing out like that like that's one thing for sure but other there's well quite a few other things really but other thing is like a lot of the times like things don't end up working out 
right? If you're mm-hmm. counting on the big victories, not only are they spaced out, but a lot of the times it's, it's harder to get those, right? Mm-hmm. And um, if anything, celebrating these little victories and keeping the progress like that, it, it helps getting to the to the big victories and actually making it happen, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there are various aspects of that that celebrating little victories helps. But I think a huge thing that, like for me, when I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about and really want to get into is just uh just a mindset not being caught up in, in only looking at the big things you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah because uh, i think a lot of people have like something they really want to get to something they really want to have or something like that and and that's kind of their entire focus and yeah. um i think uh, like that type of mindset that. yeah exactly that type of obsession sometimes could be pretty unhealthy mm-hmm yeah, and it's a tough thing because so much of the way the media presents a lot of high-performance people or people with high status in certain fields, they're kind of presented mm-hmm. as being super obsessive on one track like Kobe, man. Like if you want to be a really good basketball player and then you're seeing all the stuff about Kobe and how hard he worked, then mm-hmm. it's gonna it's very natural for it to become such an obsession, right? Yeah. Um, whereas majority of people would be better off having just like, a regular disciplined practice of basketball or whatever while having a more right. balanced lifestyle where they focus on other things and do other stuff. And that balance would yeah. actually make their basketball better, you know, because I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, without that balance, it's think, so hard to maintain peak performance, you know, yeah, for most people. For sure. And I think when you talk to some of those, uh, pro athletes, top level performing athletes, what some of them will be able to tell you is that like, I mean, especially those people who have gone through injuries, like then mm-hmm. they really kind of get a perspective and understanding of this. But even those people who haven't, like one thing you'll hear people say is about how like oh, some days just being able to get up and go to the gym like that, that in itself is a victory, right? Mm-hmm. And um, being able to go through an entire workout and feel good, you know, that's a victory. Right. And just uh, being the right mindset and just having those type of days, like those are all little victories. And when you're mindful about that, then you're able to kind of have those things more consistently. And overall, overall performance is, is going to be better. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, get, I think a lot of people are like, well, those who understand it are looking at the small things and really, really taking it one step at a time and focusing, okay, this is what I'm going to do now. That's what I'm going to do later. Just one thing at a time. And each of those things, I'm going to, you know, try to make the most out of it and try to, you know, uh, do well and all of that. And then uh, when it does go well and, you know, you acknowledge that, you acknowledge a little victory. Okay, I understand this isn't that the biggest deal. In the grand scheme of my life, this really doesn't, you know, matter that much. But this is what I set out to do. And I did a pretty good job of it. And uh, I acknowledge that I did well. And uh, I hope that next time the same thing happens and you just kind of keep track of little victories like that and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. I set out to do it and I did it well. So that's, that's pretty good. Then I'm going to move on to my next thing. And uh, all of a sudden, you keep doing that. Everything's kind of staying positive, right? You're not getting too mm-hmm. high. You're not getting too low. It's just like, it's pretty good. It gets going. It's a good it's baseline. Steady. 
You get your bears exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about that earlier. So that's, that's funny you brought that up too because we were both thinking about the same thing. But it, it just keeps that baseline. Because when it drops, that's when it's a lot harder to push yourself for the big big victories or even sometimes the small victories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So just keeping it up consistently, keeping that baseline high, big, big deal. Yeah. I think, you know, for a lot of people, even getting out of bed, sometimes it becomes a big victory for them because, mm-hmm. you know, some oh, people yeah. really, really go through some tough time and struggle with various things and being able to actually just get out of bed and do stuff like mm-hmm. that in itself, like it's a huge victory. And I think for, uh, for people who aren't really dealing with all those kind of struggles, it's important to think about getting out of bed as a small victory. Right. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the first small victory of the day. Hey, I'm, I'm up. Um, I'm here actually mm-hmm. starting my day and doing stuff with my life. Right. I think uh, that in itself, like for people who aren't struggling, uh, when you keep the, when you have that type of mindset, it, it helps you start your day. You know, it helps every day be kind of better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does, especially because just the act of cognitively thinking about like, I've started my day, I'm getting work done. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't seem like at first, when you first hear it, it might not seem like, Oh, it'll make that much of a difference, but our brains just kind of work in a weird way where just by doing that, it does just automatically get you going. It's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know for me, um, when it comes to that type of thing, like, what I what I realized and kind of the reason why a typical kind of day in my life looked the way it does and how I could my typical how my sleep schedule typically is is really based on like I just know how much better I feel when when certain things are right. So when each mm-hmm. of those things I want like when I actually get that done, like it's better and when I acknowledge it. it helps keep that that type of uh, rhythm right uh, mm-hmm. one thing i've talked about before is how the difference between a rut and a groove is kind of the attitude right so when when you're keeping track of these things and you're having a positive attitude and acknowledging the low victories of actually succeeding in these small things in your life it um just makes it that much easier to develop that type of positive rhythm and get into mm-hmm. a positive routine that actually works for you and serves you and um all of that really just makes every other aspect of your life easier. It makes it easier to achieve those larger goals that you have, other projects that you're working towards, right? Like mm-hmm. um, a lot of people, you know, I think would talk about, oh, you should do this or that and just very, very specific like that. But like I'm always in the, in the school of thought of, okay, what do you get out of it and why are you doing it, right? I think those are the mm-hmm. questions you got to answer for first before you talk about what you, what you actually should do for yourself, right? And I think the deepest kind of uh, question within all of that is what do you want, right? So what I realized, like, I want to feel a particular way, right? And I understand the kind of experiences that kind of lead to the, that feeling that allows me to feel that way right so what so like i built around that like mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna get a full night's sleep 
I'm gonna get up, work out, shower, watch a sunrise, and have an hour or two for myself to do whatever before school or work, right?、Mm-hmm. And just and some people will be like, okay, uh, like, oh, uh, get up like at whatever time, right? Because that that'll be better for you. But just like, well, it kind of depends on what you want. Yeah. And it depends on how you want to live and what exactly you get out of it. Like I'm, I'm doing these things. I, my typical wake up time is at four thirty because that's why it takes for me to be、uh, ready to do everything else at like eight, eight thirty, nine a.m.、Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's gonna take me time to、uh, work out. It's gonna take me time to shower. It's gonna. Uh, sunrise is gonna be at a certain time. I mean, nowadays during winter it's later, so th- that、mm-hmm. part isn't really that big of an equation, right? I don't have to wake up that early for that purpose. But during the summer, like one of the first things、uh, I have to consider is、uh, the sunrise. When it's at like five thirty, well, guess what? Like yeah, you gotta wake up early <laughs> for that. Yeah. yeah, like you know, if that's、uh, a, a part, like if if that's something you want in your day because you genuinely get a lot out of that. Then, then that itself is gonna push you to wake up like much earlier. But、uh, like one of the biggest thing for me within all that is just having time for myself to do whatever before I start、um, school or work or even just doing school work, right? Because、mm-hmm. um, I just I just hate how it feels to wake up and go directly to school. Wake up and go directly to、uh, work, something like that, right? Like for me, like it's not like I enjoy plenty. I enjoy so many aspects of school, and I find it very interesting. And the stuff I'm doing, like I do get a lot out of it because if I didn't, I just simply wouldn't do it, right? But、mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't love it so much that I feel okay with myself and being like, yeah, I wake up to do this. Like I, I refuse to see my see my life like that, and、uh, live like that because that just that type of feeling, it just doesn't work for me, right?、Mm-hmm. That type of feeling, just oh, this is my life. That's why it is. That's how it is. I wake up to go to school and that. Like even as someone who actually enjoys these type of things, that's just not enough for me. Yeah, it's like whereas it's like the first thing you do when you wake up, it's a little, it's weird, it's jarring, it doesn't feel natural almost. Yeah. Like I understand, you know, some people, you know, they're okay with that, and yeah, everyone's different. You got different experiences. You got different things you want, and for some people, you know, even if they want it to not have that feeling, like something that they want more might be whatever they do, like later at night, and everything considered,、uh, talk about cost benefit, you know, talk about these type of、uh, decision making things we talked about in the past. They realize that hey. I just, I just can't. You know, I get more out of what I'm doing later at night, and、uh, if that means I have to get up and go to work right away, that's that's how it is, and and、mm-hmm. I'm better off like that. But for me, like, that's just not the case. Like, I, yeah, I really just don't. Because、mm-hmm. when it's like that first thing you do and you wake up, it's for a lot of people. It's like it's, like, it's almost like the reason why they wake up. Right? They're waking up、right. to and- go to work. Versus、mm-hmm. when you just have it later in the day, or when you budget enough time beforehand, it's more like something else you do in the day. It's not. Such a big part of it, you know. Exactly, and then that's、yeah. exactly the distinction that that affects how I feel about it, right?、Mm-hmm. Like、yeah. for that to be the reason that we, when it feels like the reason I'm waking up is to do that, like that just 
I, I hate how that feels. Yeah, like, oh, oh, that's my life. That's that's what I'm doing now. Like, yeah, bro, like I, I have can't. to cut my sleep short to go do this or whatever. Yeah, like I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't do that, right? Whereas, mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm up. I've I've worked out. I've uh, you know, what's the sunrise, which is like just so beautiful and just and it's, it's great just so for you nice. Too. Yeah, a yeah. lot of health benefits in getting sunlight in your eyes like that. Yep. And then having like an hour or two to do whatever, like whether that is going for a walk, if it is uh, maybe uh, shooting some hoops, or it is something like um, just doing some reading, or working on some personal project, or, uh, you know, maybe I'm doing some cooking because I'm going to pack food, like whatever it might be. There, there's plenty of things that you could do within an hour or two at that time of the day. Like I love just going to a cafe, uh, getting a coffee and sitting down. You know, I've talked about this many times. That's one of the things I, I really enjoy. So a, a lot of those little things um, that I really enjoy, if I could have it uh, as like one of, one of the first things in my day before work or school and whatever the main thing of the day is, like, I just, I feel great, you know, I just feel so much better about my life, uh, like the feeling, and, and I'm just so much ready to take on whatever else life has to throw at me, right? So mm-hmm. for each of those things uh, in that process, getting a full night's sleep, when that happens, that's a W. I acknowledge that little victory. When I uh, get up and, uh, and do my workout and, uh, and get that done, like that's a W, you know, that feels great. And uh, the same thing being, okay, yeah, look at that. How, how beautiful is the sunrise? Damn, the colors, woo, you know, that's a W. Then, then like uh, actually having time for myself to do those little other, those other little things that I enjoy, that I listed, it, all of those things are just Ws. And by the time that I'm actually going to school or work, I'm like, hey, I've lived my life. I've done stuff already. Like this is just other thing in my day. And um, mm-hmm. I'm ready to take that on, right? I feel good about it. And just easier to, uh, to keep taking W's when I'm actually doing that. And overall, the feeling, like the, like the way I feel, like it's just so much better. Can't say that I do the same, but I see 100% where you're coming from, yeah. For me personally, I'm just okay with kind of waking up and going straight to work and then having mm-hmm. free time kind of later on in the day more so, even though I'm sure you also have free time in the day too. Not that yeah. You don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't make the same decision, but I see exactly where you're coming from. And like yeah. uh, one thing that helps me too is that I don't have to wake up so early for things super consistently, right? So my with okay. my school schedule and work schedule, I don't have to wake up specifically for work or school every single mm-hmm. day and that helps a lot or it's not just relegated to the weekend you know it's like um or on fridays my day's way shorter so it's like yeah i am waking up to go do this but it's a small thing i'll be back mm-hmm. in no time right yeah. so yeah i think with the way my schedule's built i'm definitely okay with it if i had a more rigorous schedule like a little bit more packed and i had like a bunch of classes and it was a big session mm-hmm. and i was like busy every single day of the week um, then I could definitely, I definitely tire out of it. I, in fact, I have gotten tired of those sorts of schedules before. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. See yeah. where you're coming from. Cause back in the day, like when I started living by myself is when I realized I kind of wanted to get into that. Like back then, one yeah. of the reasoning is that like, 
my sleep schedule first couple of years were were pretty messed up like straight up oh, yeah, there was a period of time <laughs> where i didn't have any sleep schedule i just made sure i had my meals at the same time i showed up to classes and when i'm awake i'm actually doing stuff right mm-hmm. like uh whether that is school stuff uh you know going to the rec and playing sports uh, hanging out with friends or doing some type of activity on campus you know i was playing tomorrow's uh, i was uh, doing the the role playing club the dungeon and dragon stuff on on the oh, yeah. on the weekend on sunday i think it was but um so yeah like i was yeah, getting my meals stuff. in the same time i was doing fine i was doing well in school actually not just fine and i was also doing all these other things but I didn't have a regular sleep schedule. Like I slept when I was tired, so that <laughs> might just be a couple hours. It might be, it might be you know three or four hours, where it might be closer to a full night's sleep, and that could be any part of the day when it's not the meal time or class time, right? So, so yeah. you know that yeah, <laughs> that's how it was. So Damn, so bro, the, holy, that's yeah. crazy. That's insane. So, Never knew uh-huh. that. Yeah, it was completely irregular, multiphasic. Like, it, it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was good enough for me to, you know, wow, function that's, well. That's crazy. And, and you everything. Got, how long did you do that for? Uh, I wouldn't say the entire two years, but there were periods still, within well, both even, years that that were like that. Yeah, even if you just do yeah. it for the better part of a year, that's pretty. That's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. So I would say probably half the time during the two years so maybe like a year in total yeah wow see yeah and then i guess having like a good consistent sleep schedule afterwards it's like everything must be so much easier right so yeah so that's uh, one of the biggest reasons why once i started living by myself i had all all the complete control over these aspects of my life oh, i wanted yeah, to because i guess with roommates it might be hard to i guess if they're busy doing stuff you want to be able to get sleep we sharing them right with them? so, so no it was individual rooms it was oh, okay. four people to a suite and everyone had their own bedroom mm. which is one of the nicest setup in universities uh in canada really um but yeah like so the reason in the beginning why i did it was because i knew that if i'm not asleep before 10 p.m i'm not going to be able to fall asleep until like 2 a.m oh, like yeah. between 10 p.m and 2 a.m I've notoriously, just historically, have a very difficult time with sleeping. Like, I just don't know why, but during that period of time, I just have a very hard time falling asleep. Tradian rhythms, bro. Tradian rhythms. Yeah. I, like, I guess when I was doing, like, didn't have any skip schedule, that was fine. But to get a, a regular full nights of sleep, falling asleep between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., that was basically impossible for me, mm. right? So when I first started sleeping like really early and getting up really early, it was because I had classes at like 8.30 on like a few days a week. And I knew that like I either have to fall asleep before 10 p.m. or I'm not going to be able to fall asleep until 2 a.m. And if I'm falling asleep at 2 a.m. and my class is at 8.30, even if I'm waking up at 8, that's only six hours. Yeah, right? it's not so, very long at all. Exactly. So, so I, so I, that's kind of the the reason. One of the biggest reason why I started doing that. The other thing is because I knew that I was just gonna be more productive during the morning. Because mm-hmm. at night, even when I have the energy to say, "Oh, I'm supposed to sleep," and and I'm like, "Bruh, 
like I'm just not as productive because I'm just not as focused because like there's mm-hmm. always some kind of internal pressure for me to be like I should be sleeping right so yeah. I'm also the other thing is I've actually did a whole bunch of stuff throughout the day so even when I do have so the energy like, it's not tired. quite the same energy right yeah. it's just not quite the same your body's just fatigued I'm like your mind's exactly just fatigued to some extent so it's just there's a sort of limit yeah. on it you know yeah, so so those are a couple of the biggest reasons why I started doing it. But what I realized later on was that, like, yeah, like having time for myself to do whatever before school or work is just so much better. And like, I just can't. Like, even before I knew, like, waking up and going directly to school, that wasn't a good feeling. And and then when I notice how different it feels to not be able to, to like be able to not have that feeling and be able to have time for myself before and notice the difference between the two just like, oh, wow that that i didn't like that before but now knowing how good this is that really sucks right mm-hmm. and uh also like with a working out thing like people will work out you know before uh before lunch they'll work out uh at like late afternoon or in the evening but reality is I don't have like in my schedules, I just couldn't have a consistent time working out during the day. So it will have to be at night or in the morning. If I'm working out at night, I get energized. Yeah, I get energized like by working yeah, out and does, does. I can't fall asleep. Exactly. So like yeah. the morning just makes sense. So like it didn't take long once I started, you know, it was probably a month in. Right. When I started doing it, it was September. I was waking up at like 5.15. But a month in, I realized that, you know, I'm going to sleep slightly earlier and get up in 4.30 because um, that way I could have all the stuff I talked about, right? The working out mm-hmm. part, the the time for myself part, the watching the sunrise part and all of that. And um, and just be really good to go by uh, by the morning classes and and also knew that hey most jobs are going to be like eight to four or nine to five or eight thirty to four thirty like it's going to be within that range right that's uh that's a typical yeah. uh eight hour work day here exactly so i'm like this is kind of what i need to do with my scheduling in my life to feel good if i'm gonna be living those type of lifestyles mm-hmm. right like if I'm going to be, uh, I don't know, living in, in, in a more tropical place, right, where uh, sunsets much later, and if my job isn't until much later during the day, then maybe I, uh, I'm, I'm appreciating the sunset more than, than the sunrise. And I'm staying up later and doing all these things later, having meals later, and... Uh, and uh, still, I'll be working out before and out before work and whatever. And I would have time for myself before work and whatever. But I wouldn't be sleeping so early and getting up so early. Everything would be the same, but just move back. Right? Yeah. Like it, it, it's an easy way to just adapt it. Yeah. Exactly. But over here, if my class is at 830 and I know that the typical uh, work schedule is going to be between like eight or nine at the start and then finishing at four to five. And then just like, OK, this is why it takes this for this is what it takes for me to feel the way I want to feel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right. The decision making isn't, oh, you should do that. But rather, how do you 
how do you want to feel like why are you gonna why are you doing these things why what are you getting out of it right and then it's finding finding what works for you so you could get those things right mm -hmm. and uh like i was saying all these little things that you are doing in your life when you successfully do them acknowledge that little victory because it helps with building that routine it helps with uh being in the positive kind of attitude going going into other things in your life so that's kind of how i'm relating these two ideas together mm. i see yeah 100 100 yeah mm. i don't know what that on what to add on to that i gotta say kind of hard to keep it going from there what do you think you got any <laughs> ideas i don't know uh, I just gotta say, you know, drinking water is also a little W. You gotta acknowledge. Yes, sir. Yes, keep, sir. You gotta w. keep that in mind. That's a big so W much, in my books. Big W. Big W. That's yeah. Big that's w. a big W for sure. Because so much of like your bodily functions, it just needs water to <laughs> work does. properly. Yeah. So, um, so uh, yeah, those those little things are are could be big Ws. You could consider them to be big Ws. For sure, because I know 100%. the one thing that makes it easier for me to get those uh, those uh, W's to get those water in is just having um, not water bottle, but okay. What we've talked about this before in another episode, but whenever I'm going out, I'm gonna have water bottle with me pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. um, but when I'm at home, or if I'm working in different places, I'm gonna have like uh, uh, I don't know mug cup. Um, I don't know beer stein, whatever type of uh things to hold liquid. I'm gonna have that at like every place I actually spend my time, right? Just yeah. in case, that just, just makes it so much bed. easier. Ha have it by your bed. That's true. Have it in the living room. Have it in the dining room. Have it uh, you know, everywhere that you actually gonna spend Honestly, your time. That's like so the biggest barrier to staying hydrated is just having the water there. Like if you have the water yeah. there, it's not hard to drink. Accessibility, there. man. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. It if something just is there, mm -hmm. just put it there, man. Yes, sir, it's like the 100%. same thing we talk about with uh, going to the gym. Like you know, if you could just get there, right? Yeah, that's what <laughs> probably just at the home gyms. Yeah, you're right. It's just it's already there. You already mm -hmm. and unless you're the type of person who relies a lot on like having workout partners to keep them accountable. Um, Cause that, that definitely does help training. Like if you go to the gym with a friend of yours, like you're much less likely to skip days, which I feel is definitely mm -hmm. very important when you're starting out. Yeah. Um, but then later on, once you're already in the habit of doing it, if you already have the home gym there and you can keep yourself accountable, it, it just makes it a million times easier. Cause you don't have to, you don't have to get ready to go out to the gym. If you're not want to go out and do something else. Um, the shower's already right there. If you're going to shower afterwards mm -hmm. or beforehand. It's yeah. just your set. Same thing uh, with the and, and that's a huge thing with uh with actually getting those W's is minimizing the accessibility. Minim maximizing the, the accessibility. The minimizing yeah, the maximizing barrier. yeah, minim minimizing the barrier, the accessibility yeah. barrier. Right. Yeah, there you go. Like uh yeah, like uh like that thing, it really shouldn't be the problem. But it so often is the problem. It's so weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. So, 
Yeah, just get rid of it's it. It's like that activation energy. It shouldn't be a big deal, but it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we're talking about getting Ws, that's a, that's a huge thing mm-hmm. to keep in mind. Yeah, it makes dubs way easier. Way easier. Yeah. And and that ties into all the all the little things we're talking about, right? Like going mm-hmm. back to to the little things in my typical life, like poor bro, like so much of uh, being able to fall asleep early enough, it just actually uh, setting yourself up for that. Like if you're gonna have a bunch of distractions around you, especially later on in the mm-hmm. day when you're gonna sleep, that's gonna make it much harder. And screens to sleep. too. Like if you're trying yeah. to fall asleep while you're scrolling through your phone. Even if you have the blue light filter on, I feel like a lot of people probably nah. just don't under. Yeah, no, it's not gonna exactly. Work. It's just not. Gonna it work. Do, it just doesn't. And the thing is, work. a lot of people set themselves up for failure. Don't even know it. They really think mm-hmm. blue light filter is all they need, bro, and then they're set. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. And uh, just trying to fall asleep right away. Like for some people, you know that that, that works. But for me, like even now that I've gotten much better at sleeping, I I still need to kind of uh, settle into it. Yeah, you know, uh, there's it, a term for I, it. I forget what it is. It's like latency or something like that. Is what okay. they I forget. Sleep latency. Yeah. But like, like how long I'm it gonna, takes you to fall asleep once you like try to go to fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it takes me, you know, I, I'm going to shower or maybe even take a bath. And then I'm going to probably, you know, go in bed, do some stretching, do some, you know, breathing and really just try to clear my mind. Right. Meditation type beat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, they're very much related to that. Mm-hmm. Probably a form of that you could call it. Yeah, so, there's a lot of different. It's a pretty big umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's that's uh, that's what it takes. So if I'm just trying to okay, I'm gonna do stuff all the way until this time, and then I'm just gonna go to bed. Then I expect to fall asleep. Well, it's it's uh, much it's harder to take that yeah. W, right? Yeah. Like. It's harder to uh, to to get the, that little thing done, right? Like you gotta you gotta minimize those type of barriers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it just comes down to just breaking down, thinking about it in general. And I think mm-hmm. this is where kind of like the mindset of um, like your approach, even talking about all the whole podcast and another podcast, where it's it's kind of built, it's kind of like reverse engineered from the results you want to right. what it is you need and then that gets you some really good results too because a lot mm-hmm. of times you might just like for example let's say oh i need a good night's sleep right if i'm thinking about it that way versus working backwards from like oh i want to feel well, well rested i feel like um you're starting i feel like the the former where you just kind of say okay i want a good night's sleep i'm just going to implement a good night's sleep it's your train of thought finishes too soon. You don't get granular enough, granular enough mm-hmm, with uh, mm-hmm. details. And then that's when you set it up so that you don't have that kind of like time to decelerate. And then it's hard to fall asleep at a proper time. And then you end up failing versus your way of yeah. thinking. It's sort of already going in a certain way. And then you just continue that way of thinking like, okay, well, what do I need for a good night's sleep? Right. Exactly. And then, yeah. and then you get like some very, well, it can lead to more consistent results. Yeah, I like it. Right, and and with what you're talking about there, like it directly ties into the same thing we're talking about here with these uh, acknowledging the little victories, right? Mm -hmm. To really see these little Ws, because so much of it, 
these things just being mindful exactly right? so yeah. much of these things is the attitude you have and the mindset you have right and mm-hmm. uh and a lot a lot of that just comes down to awareness okay what and really just thinking about it yeah for sure for sure because yeah it's so easy to just not think about those sort of things and just do it and not acknowledge mm-hmm. it um but yeah and one thing that i was thinking about earlier is that these little victories remind me a lot of what um, social media apps will do to get people scrolling right. and scrolling. Mm-hmm. Um, so people don't think they, they don't really acknowledge the little big victories. They're not mindful of them because they don't think they matter. Right. They're like, Oh, it's whatever. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. getting water. It's just doing the smallest thing or whatever. But then you look at them on phone apps and they're getting like, if people are really hooked on it, they get like no dopamine whatsoever, but it's just that little spike pretty much. They get them going and then they're just literally just scrolling on their phone, just moving their finger on a piece of glass, potentially <laughs> for hours on, on end. And it's just little tiny, tiny dopamine hits, right? For when yeah. you find that good video. That's like to your brain, that and a small victory is pretty much identical. But the difference is the small victory, you have to, you have to set it up cognitively, you know, you can't, it won't mm-hmm. just happen for most people. Most people, if yeah. they don't think about it and they're not aware of it and they're not mindful, it'll just not be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Whereas then, the social yeah. media stuff kind of just tricks you, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just kind of go into it, the system of it. Exactly. Yeah. And then you have less small victories. It's harder to keep up with the big victories, and then it's just it's just not as litty. It's just not as litty. Right. And, and uh, I don't know how directly this relates to the main topic you're talking about, but it definitely relates very well to what you're saying here with social media. And that's kind of the idea of doing nothing, right? We've talked a little mm-hmm. bit about this in other episodes as well, but I think a lot of time when people say that they're doing nothing, they're not really doing nothing. Like they're, like you're saying, mindlessly scrolling on their phones, or maybe they're like binge watching some show, but not even really mm-hmm. watching, right? Like they're doing nothing, but it's not really nothing, right? Like there's still some type of stimulation, some type of yeah, consumption that's happening there. I think they should have say that because it's sort of like a habitual thing. It's a behavior that they've mm-hmm. just become used to doing. So it's like when they don't have anything else to do, uh, they don't have like a big responsibility. They're not in school. They just have a bunch of free time and they don't have like a particular hobby that they're working or burning to work on or something like that. And they don't have like mm-hmm. a project and they don't have anything else going on. They're already just so used to doing it that it's just, that's what they do when they got nothing to do. Right. And it's not really productive either. So I feel like that's where that's kind of coming from. Something that exactly nobody would ever claim is productive. Um, and it's just, they just sort of do it out of a habit. So it's kind of like NPC idling, you know? Yeah. But like when I'm actually doing nothing, I'm thinking about like, I'm lying down in the sun. You know, I, I, I mm. love stuff like that so yeah. much. And, you know, yeah, okay. There's sometimes I'm listening to music or listening to a podcast but like a lot of the time while I'm doing that, it's literally just nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if I'm actually, you know, And that's actually, it sounds pretty therapeutic, right? Because, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really relaxing. It's just like. To literally just like not do anything. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. You just feel the sun on your skin. You mm-hmm. hear all the, all the sounds of nature, more of other people talking if you're in somewhere with a bit more people. But uh, just kind of people in living their lives, kind of background noise. It's, not, it's mm-hmm. kind of like being in a cafe, that, that type of noise. It's not like being at a party or a uh, stadium or yeah. um, classroom, right? Noise, yeah. yeah, it's more of ambient noise. 
Um, and yeah, you're, you're just maybe thinking about something, maybe not. And you're just kind of chilling, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, if I'm really doing like nothing, it'll be something more like that, right? Yeah, that or I'll be doing something very chill, like going for a walk, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like there are stuff like that that I think, you know, honestly, those are little victories I acknowledge a lot because mm-hmm. I know how much I get out of it. I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize how much they would get out of it if uh, if they actually just did that more regularly. Yeah, uh, no, it's huge. And uh, when you do actually do it, just be mindful of it and realize how much of a, of a W it yeah. is. You're going to have so many like great impacts on just mood in general and just makes everything else lighter. Like even if it just improves your mood, doesn't improve like cognitive performance and nothing else, which those sorts of practices definitely do for sure. Mm-hmm. Even just the mood improvements, it's like, why wouldn't you do it? You know? Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, exactly. Because it's like the thing is, when you're comparing to uh, the nothing that we were talking about earlier with the social media scrolling, like, hey, you're getting so little out of that. Might as well try mm-hmm. something else, bro. Like, yeah, you're literally you know like, I mean? like, you're just wasting so much time. And I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. So it's like, hey, I can't really talk too much. But um, you're literally getting so little out of it. Even the things that seem like it would be not all that worthwhile or monotonous, you're pretty much getting at least as much out of that as you are out of the scroll. Right. But you have the potential mm-hmm. of doing something actually productive too. Yeah, and yeah. it's better for you mentally, like we're talking yeah, about. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if we're talking about little Ws, those are little Ws you can incorporate into your life because mm-hmm. they're pretty achievable, man. But then they're that's pretty the, but achievable. That's another thing, too, is the um, the barrier to, well, I guess not the other thing, too. Uh, kind of going back to an early idea we had, it's kind of like mm-hmm. that barrier uh, of accessibility. Like the phones, it's, it's there in your pocket all the time, 24-7, always tempting. Mm-hmm. Um but the other practices might take a little bit more, even just a little bit more activation energy. And then it's just people just default to the phone, you know? Yeah. Crazy. But hey, uh, I think I think we're, we're, we're better than uh, we're better than that. We got to be able to at least put a little bit more effort energy to to do something as basic as going for a walk or just that's being very true. That's then, very true. Then, then going your phone. I'm just saying. Yes, no, no, it no, is I agree, 100. It is that much harder, but at the same time, it shouldn't be like logically, it shouldn't. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, if you have to drive to a gym to work out, like, I understand why that would be, like, just that much more effort, yeah. right? But if you're talking about, like, just going outside for a walk or maybe those people are just going to your backyard to lie down in the sun a little bit, something like that, mm-hmm. like, that's not that much more effort, not right? At all, like, yeah. uh, so I'm just saying, you know, yeah, keep that in mind. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're just running on autopilot, though, your brain just tends to default to a lot of stuff if you're not being aware and, like, mindful of those mm-hmm. things, you know? Yeah, I think autopilot, uh, autopiloting your uh, your life like that is just, uh, no just a dangerous. Damn, yeah. my calves are looking nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's from the walking and the, and the sports. Dude, walking. Oh my god! Whenever I go on long walks, that's the that's what gets my calves. Or it's never like any explosive movements that I do in the gym or anything. I got. Mm-hmm. It's always long walks, man. Especially going up and down the beach. Oh my god, bro! 
Yeah, long walks would do that to me, but I will have to say it has to be actual like runs. That yeah. that's the worst. I know mm. sometimes if I'm playing sports and we're running a lot, I also get I also get that a bit. But mm. I get it the most when I'm actually going for runs. I see. It makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't go for runs that that much, kind of because of it. <laughs> oh well, maybe. Well, there you go. Maybe we're just gonna go on yeah. runs more often. What would happen? Maybe. Yeah, I think I would if uh, if I'm. I just like over here. I'm not really in a place where I can be running on softer surfaces regularly. No, so much yeah, of so the routes I would do would just be on like the concrete sidewalk or like the road, and oh, uh, then yeah. it's not as good. I just prefer other cardio options. But if I'm running oh, yeah. in like a park, then I just say okay, I could incorporate that a couple times a week into my uh, into my schedule over some other options. Uh, or just as like extra activity I do at some point in the week, you know, I could definitely do that because that's nice. So here, that's not really accessible to me. It's it's all just the concrete stuff. So I don't I don't Oof. really go for runs regularly. I mean, I guess I could go to a place first and then do that. But then that extra energy, just like extra energy, effort, and time, just like do I really want to be doing that and then going for a run, right? And for me, I'm like, I'll just stick to other options. Like, I don't know, maybe some shadow boxing at home, maybe actually going to the rec and playing basketball or something, or, or go for like a long walk. You know, I'll do all those things uh, over over going to like a, a nicer park and then go for a run. That's just a little mm. too much time and all that. And the other thing is just like, I'm actually just kind of, busy with a bunch of stuff there's a lot due all the time for my program yeah. <laughs> and there's also other things i'm doing in my life so yeah i don't know i see it i see it should we do highlights then yeah yeah let's end with highlights how about you why don't my you highlights. start it's already kind of right up the halfway front lever that was pretty high yeah it's pretty hype. Um, I think that's definitely the biggest one, calisthenics wise. Other than just muscle ups and high pull ups becoming better. Mm-hmm. So that's always good. That's always good. Just playing around with the pull up techniques always fun. Yeah. Um, that's good. Other highlights. How many pull ups can you do? Uh, you know what? I don't count anymore. I don't count anymore. Because when I'm training, as long as I get close to failure, uh, close uh-huh. enough where I feel it, but not so close that it's going to compromise the next set all that much. Um, obviously, it'll be harder the second time around. But as mm-hmm. long as I'm getting close to failure, like within a couple reps, that's when I call it. I just finally going all the way to failure adds so much more fatigue onto it. It mm-hmm. reduces the amount of work that can get done over the week, which that's is more important to me than reaching yeah. failure because it the volume is just kind of the biggest thing. Um, so I actually, I can't remember the last time I counted. It also depends so much on the technique that I'm using too, because when you're focusing so much on just the basic progressions and like the progressions you need for like a muscle up or something, especially for the pull up, I've been realizing it a lot for the pull up. There's kind of like, there's so many different ways to do the pull up and little technique differences. Yeah, and for sure. Obviously, like there's a wrong way to do it and like suboptimal ways to do certain things, but there's a lot of things that 
it kind of depends what you're going for, right? Like a bodybuilder would be doing pull-ups differently than somebody training for a muscle-up, right? Somebody training for a mm-hmm. muscle-up, they'll go from like an extended position to a very flexed position at the top. Mm-hmm. But a bodybuilder trying to isolate the lats more would be extended ideally throughout the majority of the movement. They wouldn't go yeah. into that flexion with the shoulders protracted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also get and into temporal. Crossfitter, you're not really doing yeah, pull-ups. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then you also have tempo. So I could do them really fast with uh, not that with a not super controlled, like still controlled, but not super slowed down, eccentric. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could do them really explosively. I could do them like a regular tempo on the way up, and then still kind of go pretty fast down in the eccentric. You can go really slow in the eccentric. Um, you can get close to locking out, but not quite locking out. Most people would still count mm-hmm. that as a pull-up. So, like, it depends. Like, if I'm doing neutral grip, trying to bump them out as fast as I can, getting to, like, a good range of motion, definitely, I think, over 20 at this point. But then if I'm yeah. doing them slowly, like I usually do when I train, I've never actually counted. I don't know. But um, probably mid-teens maximum, I think, if I'm, mm-hmm. like, being really strict, like, all the way locked out scapula elevated all the way to like full range yeah probably like mid-teens i think yeah, like yeah. like all the way down to like a dead hang yeah like totally dead hang arms yeah. locked out yeah, yeah. elbows elevated and then you know go from there yeah like mm-hmm. honestly like while i'm doing pull-ups i kind of do a mix of a bunch of those different yeah. things that you're talking about within the same set <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, like there'll be moments when I go all the way down to a dead hang, maybe even hang there a little bit, and then I go all the way back up. And then there'll be other time where I'm doing more kind of like we're talking about the with the bodybuilder type thing. Well I'm mm-hmm. not going all the way down quite as much, but Just I'm still going down enough to yeah. be like a proper pull-up. Right. Yeah. And then there are times I'm really getting up there uh-huh. right at, at the top whereas other times i'm just getting my chin above right mm-hmm. like it's just like here we're all the way here like uh, there's so many different and obviously with the tempo it's the same thing right so mm-hmm. i i don't know i i, I kind of just like, yeah that's you know why i that's why like comparing pull numbers to me is so weird because mm-hmm. unless you're both there making sure you're both doing the same technique it's so weird you know because way different i could find a way to do 20 pull-ups and make it just as hard as a different way to do 10 pull-ups right yeah it's like yeah and it's also mm-hmm. so it's like when people say like oh i can do 12 pull-ups i'm ready for the muscle up or whatever and it depends on the full-ups dog if you're, <laughs> if we're talking like you're just 12 like chin barely over the bar that's a big difference from there so like the whole transition when you get the bar and then push up from yeah. there that's a big difference right yeah. So yeah, that, that's also sure. another reason why I just don't count a lot much. It's good for progression if you're keeping your form mm-hmm. consistent. But if you're, if I'm constantly changing the form and doing kind of like a unstructured program, because obviously it's important to track your progress yeah. to keep your just to make sure that you, what you're doing is working. But personally, I'm feeling the progress, and like as long as I'm pushing myself hard enough, consistently enough, that's really all you need, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know when I'm doing it, so much of it just uh, getting to uh, pretty close to failure, to be honest. Like, pretty <laughs> damn close. Um, yeah, and uh, I, will, I will count, but at the same time, I know how different they actually end up being. Yeah. So just like the numbers but don't counting, actually really, really matter. Counting is also really good too, because um, 
it, it can be really nice to push yourself. If you give yourself that target number, it's mm-hmm. really easy to, well, it can help you push yourself to get to that number. Whereas if you're kind of not counting, yeah. you sort of have to play a mental game with yourself to keep yourself close to failure. Because yeah. especially, this is one thing that I've been struggling with a lot more recently. Now I'm getting to like higher reps for when I'm doing slightly faster tempos. Um, it takes so fucking long to get up to failure, right? <laughs> you got to do so much work <laughs> just to get there, man. You feel like giving up halfway through, but your muscles are nowhere near getting tired yet. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. bro. So I'm, I'm trying to, I might get a weighted vest soon. Hopefully that'll help with that. Okay. Because the important reps are just the ones at the end. Um, the ones leading up to it are good for technique and whatnot, but yeah. God damn, bro. Especially a push-ups too, man. Like, it's just those last couple push-ups that are just hard to grind out. That are the important ones. But like the whole like the, the thirty or however many come before it, it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hey, you, know you know, when yeah. when I'm doing uh, push-ups, I'm going. I I have like the thing in the power tower. The, at the bottom so they're they're elevated right it's oh, not so just the, the ground extra range. that's what i used to yeah. so so what i do is i go all the way down here yeah then i'm going back up i'm not just like locked out there i'm pushing it so i'm engaging my uh lats oh, are you going into to, are you going into like shoulder protraction yeah exactly yeah that's really so good i'm going all the way down yeah. there and i'm going all the way there right mm-hmm. so like when I'm doing that, like, cause I'll, I'll go like pretty close to failure once again. That's so good for your and chest I, too. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like what you're talking about earlier with like having it have kind of not quite so, uh, so much of an effect on your later sets. Well, for me, they definitely have a half have effect on my later sets. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean, cause my first set, when I go really close to failure like that, like yeah. I'll, I could like, well, kind of depends how fresh I feel on the day, but when I'm, when I'm feeling good, like I think a lot of the days I'm doing like 30, but the next one, when I'm counting and getting the same type of thing, like if I could do 25, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, like if, if my later two sets, I could get to 25, that's actually pretty good. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm getting just barely over 20. It also depends so, so much like, on your rest time because I have I can have some pretty long rest times because a lot of times oh, when okay. I'm doing those push-ups to near failure, yeah. I legitimately have oh dude sometimes because when I do do push-up stuff or close to failure yet, it's usually for the apex mm-hmm. workout, okay. um, which is like a thing I'm doing with my buddy where it's like we're playing games and um, depending on how we do in the game, we'll have certain punishments that we have to do or a certain number of punishments on like a spare yeah. wheel, so it kind of it. it I kind of leave it up to chance how long my rest time is. I might do my push-ups and then on my next set immediately have push-ups again. And if I'm not too tired and I think I can still do the set pretty well, then I'll do it then as well. So it could be like a minute or two rest max. Or sometimes I get like 20 minutes in between sets because the game just took forever and I just didn't get the spinner until the end or something like that. Well, you're so, yeah. fresh again at that point if Pretty you're if much, only yeah. done one set, right? Yeah, so, one set taking yeah. it close to failure. But as long as like, I do make sure that they're close to failure. Mm, yeah, yeah, obviously. But just not yeah. too close to failure because the, the fatigue okay. is just, it just goes up exponentially so fast. Mm. Like if you take one set like all the way to failure versus just even just two reps shy of failure, so big difference, massive difference. In yeah, for, yeah. Sure, for sure. 
It's true. Like the thing is, like I very, very rarely go all the way to failure. So, mm-hmm. like I actually don't know how just how many I could do, mm-hmm. <laughs> how how many more I can do, right? Like a lot of times, just say, okay, I know this is how I feel because I don't know how much more I can do, but this is pretty damn hard. So like, I think it will be beneficial if sometime I actually do all, all the way to failure because I feel like I am test, probably yeah. like, because it feels like I can do one more for sure. I don't know if I could actually quite do two more. Like that's mm-hmm. how I feel. But because I've never actually tried it out, I don't know how true that actually is. Right. Mm, so, yeah. so I'm just kind of trusting that feeling. And, and honestly, it feels, it feels good. And it feels good. Yeah. It's, it's working. Right. I know see, it's yeah, working. You see the progress. That's why I'm not too yeah. tempted to like go back to a more traditional training method ever since I switched. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also, it makes it easy for me because I do kind of like full body throughout the week. I'll just do like, exercises for every part of the body consistently throughout the week i don't separate it into like upper body day lower body or anything like that. i just kind of do uh, i don't either and mm-hmm. uh i do i do six days a week unless i am particularly fatigued yeah then i take an extra rest day mm-hmm. yeah yeah what about your highlights george uh honestly we kind of started off with one of the highlights just playing basketball and that was uh that was fun nice um, it's always good and obviously actually end up playing really well so that's <laughs> that's good it's always fun, um mm-hmm. um i will also say just uh some of the little things again you know the weather's pretty good so being able to enjoy that even today the highest was 21 degrees somehow ridiculous ridiculous i don't know how it's happening here uh, I'm sure it's going to get cold probably by next weekend. Yeah, it's coming for you guys. Forecast is already saying, came for us, but... man. It, was, it already snowed on SFU. Yeah, I saw, I saw pictures. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, so, so, yeah, I would say just enjoying the nice weather. And I, I've, I said this before, but getting a lot of music on the weekly has been great. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to London Wine Bar to get some... Uh, live jazz on thursday evening uh, that was nice and i know that this week coming up I, there's a there's a free concert in the performance center by the public library downtown and i might go to uh the thursday jazz thing again if i feel like getting just two nights in a row we'll see though we'll see mm, yeah. so pretty good stuff man pretty good stuff all righty all right well uh, i think that's gonna be it so thank you for listening